back, relax, and crank up your volume to the highest level because it's now time for the World of Roe, Cult of Roe, Roe Does the Evolution, Roe Knows, whatever kind of podcast you want to call this. I'm in such a such a standstill with name changes. This is my podcast, guys. It's available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play. You know all that jazz. If this is your first time here, please subscribe on iTunes. If you haven't done so yet, write a review, share with your friends, get the word of mouth out for me. I would greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends, again, like I just mentioned that, uh, text it, maybe tweet it, Instagram it, snap it, whatever type of social media. Um, get the word of mouth out for me. I would really, really appreciate it. And yeah, this is the show. It's available to you every single Friday. Um, today is a special episode because the podcast turns two today. It's a two-year anniversary of the World of Row podcast. Uh, last year, what I did... <clears throat> I played some of my personal favorites of the 50-some-odd episodes that I had released. Um, This time around, I think I wanted to do like a podcast commentary. And what I mean by that is I'm going to go down from episode one to now and give you kind of like a backstory of every single episode. And I don't think it'll take too long. Um, Luckily for all of you, uh, I have the ability to remember things uh, pretty vividly uh, for the most part on this podcast and um, there's a there's a lot of interesting stories that I can share there's a lot of um, uh, you know um, backstories and stuff that didn't make it and uh, I'm going to go into detail with with all of you on how that all went so uh, let's get this started let's get the show on the road I'm not going to go into details about a monologue I'm going to save that for Friday I believe I'll be putting out an episode on Friday do not judge me if I don't. Again, it's just it's just a lot of stuff. I'm starting to get my feet under me, and I'm starting to get everything situated. I think timing is uh, working things working itself out now, and I I've kind of figured out where I need to go and how to get to where I need to go. But anyway, so um, yeah, two years ago, and let, let's start off let's start off in how it became World of Row and how this solo podcast came to fruition. So you guys already know, if you don't know, back in August of 2015, I finally grew a pair and said, let's do my podcast. Let's do a podcast. And uh, I was a little, um, I just burped, sorry. Uh, I don't know if illiterate is tech or non-tech savvy when it came to recording stuff. Uh, Pick, who does the Pick and Row show with me, and we've... Uh, <laughs> we've done 27 episodes if you count the ones that we didn't do it should be like 34 some of those didn't make air uh and that's actually where that you know i can get into that too um so we started the podcast i was a little chicken to do it by myself i finally grew a pair to start publishing it my wife had been pushing me to do it so back in like august of 2013 i started to wanting i started thinking about doing a podcast and wanting to do a podcast because i'd started listening to some and uh I was really, really fond of them. Like Cold Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast was my favorite one. Uh, from there, it stemmed to MLW Radio, mostly wrestling podcasts. And then I found out, hey, Mark Marin does a podcast. I don't know who Mark Marin is, but he interv- he he's interviewed so many cool people. At the time, he hadn't interviewed President Obama, but then he eventually did. That's a great podcast if you haven't listened to it. The one he did with Louis C.K. Before all the crazy stuff that's happening with Louis C.K. Louis C.K. now, um, it was a great podcast. Uh, started listening to other things like Joe Rogan, some Adam Carolla. Anyway, I was like, I want to do this. I want to have conversations with people that maybe some people will want to listen to. Maybe my friends, maybe people who uh, I've met in passing. But I was like, well, what kind of format do I want to do? What do I want it to be about? And at the time, 
I wasn't the most um, uh, aware of world life, you know, life, world event, world life events or whatever you want to call it. I was more into movies, TV shows, some TV shows and sports. And what you find out is that everybody does a show like that. So when Pick and I did our show and has, as he was spot on and I was too chicken shit was that he said, hey, let's go deeper than just that. I mean, you and I can talk about sports and have debates all day long and those can be entertaining, but let's dive into it. And I was very, um, I was very self-aware in, in the sense that I couldn't speak to those things on a, you know, and pretty confidently. I was a little timid about going into world events and, you know, things like that. And Pick was, you know, very, very, very in the know about all that stuff. So I was a little reluctant to do it. And we would have these conversations on the podcast. And I used to not talk as much. Well, but aside from that, I mean, when we would talk about things that I was into, I found that I really, really enjoyed it. And so I said, let's keep doing this podcast every week. So Pick and I would would do an episode and then 10 days later we'd do another episode, seven days later we'd do another episode, 15 days later we'd do another episode. So I was getting my fix, but at the same time I wasn't getting my creative flow going. I was enjoying the podcast. Pick kind of controlled the editing and producing of it. I had no idea. And so I grew a little frustrated because every time I wanted to do a podcast and put it out, our time, his schedule was off versus mine or I couldn't work when he I couldn't do it when he wasn't working and vice versa and that had a little bit of frustrations inside you know growing inside me and so having these uh, conversations with people who were indie podcasters in the pattern family and that's kind of died down a little bit but it's still a thing but uh I was getting motivation from people to say hey why don't you just try doing a solo show so I started to get a little bit of courage started buying some equipment here and there on the side uh, talking with my wife and I let Pick know that, hey, I'm going to do a side project. I'm not ditching you. It's just something that I want to do. And he was totally cool with it. And um, we, uh, I, I did. I mean, back in like December of 2015, I said, okay, I'm just going to do a solo show. And by that time, I had finally learned how to edit and how to produce. I know that this is some stuff that you don't really care to know. But I'm going to get, I'm just giving you the backstory. And I was a little unaware of how to do these things and I, I taught myself with the help of my buddy Omar who lent me some equipment who showed me how to to work uh, Logic Pro and how to do this and how to use that and learned what an XLR cable was and learned what an audio interface to, uh, interface was and learned all these other, other things so I did my research and did my diligence and figured out a way like hey I can record this stuff on my own I don't need pick to do it I don't need anyone to uh to to edit or to help me do it. So I figured it out. Uh, then one day in January of 2016, I recorded my first episode and it hit the airwaves on January 21st, 2016. And I wanted to pick somebody to do the show that I felt I could just have a cool conversation with. And at the time I had already known him pretty well. I, I would say I met him through Twitter back in August of like 2015 or something. I'm talking about Fear. So Fear was my guest on episode one. He's a very near and dear friend of the show and a friend of mine. And uh, he kind of gave me that confidence to go out there and just, he would always say, just turn the mics on, man, see where it goes. Just go with it. So episode one was Fear. 
and uh, it was it was easy for me to just pick him to do the podcast. And I, I don't I haven't listened to that episode in quite some time. I know we talked a lot about movies and stuff. We were both kind of under the weather. I remember that it was a really really cold day in Texas, and I'm pretty sure it was freezing for him in Canada. But it was cool. I was I was just like, man, I did it. And then I think when we finished it, I told him, I was like, dude, I can't believe that that's happened. And uh, he's like, yeah, now you just got to publish it. And I think I did it like on, on like mid January, and then a few days later, I published it. And I and I was using a, a different hosting service from Pick and Row. And I think I tweeted it out like once or twice. I didn't I didn't do the crazy tweeting or publishing on Facebook or whatever. I was just real low key about it. And maybe four days later after I published it, I was just like, oh, let me see what the downloads are. Because I was a little skeptical about downloads at the time because Pick and Row had lost a little bit of steam. And I was just kind of like, oh, man, this sucks, whatever. So I go and look and I was like, holy shit, it's better than I thought. So I tell fear and fear is like, that's great, man. I just got to keep, you know, you know, promoted, do whatever you got to do. And so I started doing that. And that was like a big confidence point for me, a big, you know, pushed me to like keep going and kind of just say, you know what? You can do this, man. Have more confidence in yourself. And it really, really boosted my confidence. So episode two was Joey DiCarlo and Joey DiCarlo is a host on the Soul Wizard podcast. And it was one of those things where I was in a group chat with all these indie podcasters and I said to him, I said, hey, uh, we're actually in the group chat. In the group chat, I said, hey guys, I'm getting ready to do episode two for my new solo show. I need a guest. Does anybody want to do it? And naturally, a lot of people did reach out to me and say, hey, yeah, I want to do your podcast, but my timing's this and this and this. Enjoy. And I was wanting to do it like in that particular moment because I was just like, okay, this is a perfect time. Let's rock and roll. And Joey was just like, yeah, let's go. I'm available. I was like, sweet. So we turned the mics on and episode two came on and and it was really cool because Joey had been doing a podcast for quite some time. I mean, at that point, I think they had almost done like 90 episodes of So Wizard. So he kind of like carried the podcast a little bit in the sense that he had so much experience behind the mic and he knew how to keep those con- the conversation going. And you're you're seeing, you know, in, in some podcasts you'll see dry you know moments where it's just dead mics and there's no there's no voice. But Joey just kept the conversation just going and going and he was real quick, you know, with some quid pro quos or whatever. And it, he helped out a lot too. And uh, I, I can't even remember what the conversation was, but I just remember after that, I was like, oh man, this is so gold. And uh, he helped promote the shit out of it on Twitter. And I always felt thankful and grateful for him for doing that. And again, it was just another one of those things like, all right, this is good. This is a good start. We're going somewhere. So then episode three, uh, John Medina was on the podcast and he was the host of the Just John podcast. And sadly, the Just John podcast hasn't been doing any new episodes lately. Uh, John has been kind of focused on his career and other things. And he was a great guest to have for episode three. And John had been doing a solo show for quite some time already at that point. And I just love the way he did it. I mean, he was basically, you know, doing these uh, storytelling podcasts or like tech geek talk podcasts where he was talking about stuff that he was passionate about. But he did it in a way that was just phenomenal. I think it's probably one of the best podcasts out there. I mean, sadly, like I said, he hasn't done any, but they were amazing. So again, him, you know, just like Joey and just like Fear. He was able to 
just keep that conversation flowing and just talking about stuff. And we were both kind of geeks. We were both kind of geeks about movies and stuff. So we just had this amazing free-flowing, again, convo. And it was like a late evening. I remember that. I was, it was, at, I was downstairs and my daughter had just fallen asleep. I put together all my audio equipment, which was really cool because it was so, it was very portable compared to what I have now. I was able to just like move it from room to room with no, you know, problems. And we knocked it out like in an hour and five minutes. And it was just great. It was, it was phenomenal. It was great. And it, again, just another confidence piece in, in my repertoire. And I was just like, all right, we're going, we're going to keep going with this. And uh, I know I've said that like three times already, but it, it, it really kept me going. It kept pushing me. So then episode four was one of my early favorite episodes because it was somebody that was not a podcaster and it was somebody that was face-to-face. It was my first face-to-face podcast that wasn't pick and row. And uh, it was with St. Diablo. It was with Tito Quinones and uh, and Justin Adams of the band. So Justin's the guitar player. Tito was the lead singer. And uh, I got connected through them through Fear and Ray from the Naked Porch podcast and they were originally supposed to do the pick and row show. I was going to go out there and talk to him and pick was just going to hang up, you know, not, I don't even think pick was going to go because pick <clears throat> wasn't really into, I mean, that type of music. I mean, I, I think pick would have gone anyway, but I was just like, you know what? No, let's do it for the solo show. So I went down there and I had my buddy, Josh Solis. I'm name dropping you, Josh. If you're listening, he went out there with me to the, to the event. And it was, uh, it was, it was cool because Tito and I had talked like through Twitter, you know, DM'd a couple of times and uh, I was a little nervous because it was my first face to face and I didn't know how they would react to some of the things I was going to ask or if it was going to even hit off right away and it, it, it immediately took off. It was just like, you know, they were they were really cool, laid back guys and, you know, the, them sharing stories of, you know, how their touring was going at the time and how they felt about touring at the time and how just everything was going for them. It was, it was really cool. And some of the band members were in and out of the, the dressing room. And, uh, it, 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 it gave me a perspective because I had always wanted to know what it was like being backstage and seeing a band prepare for how a show was done. And yeah, it's not big time and it's not a 20,000 seat arena, but it was still something. And these guys, you know, all had side jobs on top of their band and they're trying to promote and make money. And they were, you know, they're from West Virginia and they were traveling everywhere. And I, it was just, I gave them mad props, man. And it was cool that they, that they took time to talk to me right before their show. Unfortunately, I didn't even get to catch their show. I feel like such, such an ass because I didn't even get to do that, but still it was cool. It was really, really cool. So episode five, uh, was, the uh, uh it was Adam from the Everyone Has a Podcast podcast, and Adam at the time had helped make me the cover art for my show, the original cover art. If you remember the animated uh picture with me holding the globe, kind of like the Atlas guy, and I was like, Yeah, that's a good idea. And Adam was pretty creative in that, and we just just geeked out talk. There was a lot of um. A lot of audio issues because uh, I don't know if it was his internet or mine. I think it was his. There was like a delay, like a delayed response in a lot of things. And the editing was so bad for me. I spent a lot of time fixing a lot of stuff and chopping up and trying to get it to sound close to 
you know, usable. And uh, But it was still good. It was still cool. Again, it was one of those other podcasters who's had so much experience. And I think he... He did a good job of uh, putting to get, helping me put together a good show, and and Adam Adam's one of those guys, man. He's a good he's a good co-host of his show, and he he just knew how to like keep it going, you know. Episode six was Jack Maturko from the Naked Diner podcast. It was the first time Jack had done the podcast, and again, it was like a Joey DiCarlo situation where I needed a guest, and I and we had this uh, group chat going, and I reached, I just did a little message, and he responded, and. We did a pot. We did a podcast, and it was again one of those like later evenings where my daughter fell asleep, and uh, he he talked with me, and he was he was in Arizona, and we barely scratched the surface of what was to become in our podcasting conversations because Jack would come on the show two more times after this, and we'll get more into that. And uh, we had I don't I don't know if I I liked that one, but when I go back and listen to it, I'm like, man, what could have become because Jack and I had actually had better conversations after that. And I didn't realize it because at the time, again, I was still very, very conservative. And I mean that in the sense that I didn't want to go and talk about things that I felt that would offend people or, or kind of get the the buzz going. And even though that that would have been cool to do, I just didn't do it. And so anyway, I mean, but either way, I was still very happy with that episode. Episode seven, uh, Clayton Rodriguez. Clayton was somebody that I worked with at a job that I currently have. I won't go into details. Uh, he was kind of like a mentor to me. And I felt like, you know what? I want to have him on the show. And he to this to this date, he's I think he's only been he's been the only person that I've ever worked with that's actually been on the show. That's not pick. And that was fun. That was fun. He was in Houston. I'm here. I was here in San Antonio and we did these. A lot of these are are not remote, you know, podcasts. I mean, they're kind of like, um, you know, they're they're always over Skype or they were over. Uh, what was it called? Zencaster. I was doing these over Zencaster and that was good. It was just like I felt like we were just talking and having like a regular talk like we always did. And again, it was one of those, you know, lumps of clay, not lump of clay, but like another slab onto the statue or whatever that's kind of like making me better and then episode eight Nick was on the show and Nick was the this was the first time Nick was on the show and Nick is the co-host of epic film guys and we just talked about a lot of movie stuff it was it was around the time the Oscars were going on and we were talking a lot about that I remember and we really didn't get into serious topics of conversation it was more like podcasting questions it was or podcasting stuff. It was more, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. I felt like we left a lot on the table, but we did talk for a long time. That was a, like an hour and 30 minutes. So episode nine, Emily Prokup from, at the time, the classy little podcast came on the show. And I'd always, I was looking forward to this one because Emily is such a great host and she's got such an amazing voice that she puts together and, you know, and I think her delivery is spot on. And now she does the podcast, the storytelling podcast called The Story Behind. And that's a hell of a show. You guys need to check it out. And I, I haven't mentioned, like, I haven't plugged any of these guys' shows. But if you have time, go check out some of their shows. And they they uh, they all do great work. But Emily's hosting and 
delivery uh, on her shows were always spot on and I was looking forward to that one and that one was kind of like I felt I was like testing myself like okay I've had eight episodes done how is this one going to do because I know Emily you know is great and uh, I felt like we lived up to the hype at least in my mind (laughs) we did then of course episode 10 was a 10 episode anniversary and I told fear that I wanted him to come back on the very first episode I said 1 10 25 50 100 or whatever we said and and fear came back and we talked for like an hour and 20 minutes and that one was fun that one was a lot of fun we stayed up pretty late I think I fell asleep and then he texted me he's like hey so are we doing this thing or what's going on I was like okay yeah yeah, you're right you're right you're right woke up got it together we did the podcast and that was a good episode episode 11 uh, I had Josh Hext and Philip Morales on the podcast and these guys were from the nearly true review so my first guest spot as a solo podcaster was on their show and I did this uh this spot that they called real or fake movie trivia where you had to guess if the movie was real real or if it was fake and I sadly failed but I had a lot of fun because there were two British guys and uh it was a ton of fun I remember having to get up like at seven in the morning to do that podcast because of the time differential But after that podcast, I said, when I did that spot, I said, you guys need to come on my show. And they said, okay, cool. And they did the show and I released it maybe like six or eight weeks after I recorded it. Back then, this is how aggressive I was about putting together shows. And uh, so much fun. That one's a lot of fun. (laughs) You hear a lot of their British humor in it and it's really good. So if you have time, go check it out. Go back and listen to it. Uh, all these episodes are still available, and that one was fun. Episode 12 was Shane Smith from the Now That I'm Older podcast, and Shane was one of those people that I wanted to have on the show back like on episode two, around the time that I reached I reached out to everybody on the independent chat that we or group chat that we had. He wanted to do it, but timing was just impeccable. So that was like in January uh, of 2016, and then he ended up coming on like in April. So we waited like three months and we finally got it together. And this one was cool. We Again, I felt like Shane and I now versus 2016 would probably put together an amazing podcast because we have so much we think alike and we have so much in common. But here it was just more of scratching the surface. Tell me your story about your podcast kind of thing. Because that was kind of like the theme at the beginning of the show. It was like a story, a podcast about podcasts. It was like intimate journeys and personal journals of independent podcasters and how they go about doing it and that one I felt very very proud of it and I remember I told him I said hey we're gonna have a shit ton of downloads it's gonna be comparable to the way Obama and Mark Marin talked on 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 Marin's podcast he's like whoa I don't know about that buddy but <laughs> anyway it was still fun episode 13 was probably one of the most uh popular podcasts uh, of all on on the world of row and that one I had Natasha Pearl Hansen on the podcast and this was my first real get where like I hustled to find guests and she was like the first one that said yes I'll do it I was like oh man that's awesome so we skyped in she's she was living in she's still living in California I think but she was in Cali at the time from Wisconsin so she was a Packers fan it was a win-win for me and that one was so much fun I was nervous as, man, I was so freaking nervous. It was just like, whoa, butterflies. And I think you can hear it in my voice. I wasn't talking loud. I was being real calm. And 
I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but it was one of the most popular episodes on the podcast. And I still keep in touch with her. She was originally supposed to do episode 50. That fell through. Uh, I'm trying to get her to do 100. I'm not too sure how that's going to work out. But great. So great. Episode 14. Or Natasha Prohansen is a stand-up comic, by the way. Uh, that was the first person that was not a podcaster or a musician affiliated with Potter and Family that did the podcast. But she's a stand-up comedian. She's a writer. She's done all these things. It's, it's pretty cool. Episode 14 was Lulu Anderson. And Clayton was the one who pointed her out to me. Because she was living in Austin at the time. And I think Clayton had met her. And he said, hey, dude, I think she would be a good get for you. And Lulu was a digital nomad, a blogger, a world traveler. And she had such an amazing, amazing story. I had done two podcasts with her. One of them got lost in in uh, in my uh, one of the early crashes of the MacBook Pro. And uh, I had to uh, re-record it. But that one was so much fun because she just had such an amazing story. And if you listen to the podcast at the time, the first time she did it, she was able to get like a conference room and it was really, really quiet. But she went and did the podcast from like a cafe in, in I think in where the hell was it? Was it Vietnam? I think it was in Vietnam. And you can hear all the stuff in the background, like all these car horns and people. It was just like, man, that. That was really cool. I remember one of my friends saying it added to the show. It just added, it made it feel like y'all were sitting together. And even though we weren't, but yeah, it was cool. Episode 15 was Brianna Hansen. She is also a stand-up comic and writer. And I got in touch with her and I found out who she was later after I kind of like, so early on, I cold DM'd a lot of people on Twitter to do my podcast. And Natasha was one of the few, was one of the many that, would become one of the many that would respond. And Brianna was the second one. And little did I know they did like a, a tour together because their last names are both Hanson and they're both comedians and they're really good friends. And it was so cool. She was funny. Very, uh, um, what's the word? Just very quirky, but it, it was hilarious. She was funny. Great person. I, I hope she's doing well. I haven't really kept in touch with her lately, but I hope she's doing well. She was a lot of fun. Episode 16 was Clint Thiel, and Clint is the host of the Geek Dig podcast and Geek Up and Go and whatever the hell else he has, and I met Clint through fear, and uh, Clint, I had done his podcast on, on the Geek Dig, and then I and then he, I said, hey, come do mine, he's like, cool, so we did my, my podcast, and then this intro, I recorded with my iPhone because my Mac had crashed again, and I had to like reboot it, like factory reboot it, and I lost like a couple of conversations that I'll, I'll talk about at the end um, of this episode. But episode 17 after that and 18 were my dad, one and two. And this one, a lot of people loved it because it was just me and him chilling out in the backyard of my old house and we were barbecuing. And I said, hey, man, and he was feeling good. I said, hey, let's, let's have a podcast. And he's like, okay, what's this? How does this work? And I'm like, just, just talk, man. He's like, I don't want to cuss. I'm like, just, just say whatever you want. It's okay. Then nobody's going to judge you. And people, the feedback was just amazing on this podcast. I had just got my little recorder and I was just learning how to use it. So you hear a lot of like in the background because I didn't have the right control set up on it. But it was so good. It was fun. I had a lot of fun on that one. 
episode 19 20 and 21 let's go i'm just gonna give you re- like just uh mention a couple like i'm gonna i'm trying to speed through this because i realize this is long already uh, episode 19 was jeff perry jeff perry was a podcast host of podcast fiend which later became podcast roots uh jeff and i did a swap cast as he called it where i was on his show he was on mine and we had a a very cool conversation. I heard his inspirations to get into po- podcasting, and that was fun. Episode 20, Matt McDonough uh, from Passersby, formerly of Passersby and the Mad Wanderer podcast, came on my podcast. And I really hope he's doing well. And as with, Je- as with Jeff, because I kind of lost touch with these guys. And um, uh, Matt, funny story, Matt and I had done a podcast a few months before this one, and it was just so horrendous that I just, I couldn't use it. And I told him, let's redo it. And he said, cool. So we did my podcast. And then like a few months later, or maybe a few weeks later, we did my, I was on his podcast and I told my story. That was like one of the first times that I really opened up on a podcast. I talked about bullying and being bullied. Uh, it was really cool. Matt talked a lot about what was going on in his show at the time. And he had taken like a brief hiatus, but I hope you, I hope he's doing well. Matt, if you're listening to this, I miss you, bud. I hope you're I hope you're doing well. Episode 21, Courtney the Quadfather from the Quadcast was on the show. Courtney and I had been in touch for months about doing the podcast, and that one was a good convo. We did it really early in the morning. I do remember that, and it was kind of like a quick 45-minute, 50-minute talk. Uh, Mr. X from the Angry Old Man podcast did my show, and he reminded me a lot of the... Uh, of. Um, and I can't remember his name for the life of me right now, where he, he does multiple voices, and I thought it was really him, but it wasn't. But anyway, <laughs> Mr. X was great. Uh, he really shared some great stories, and I he plugged the podcast when on his show when the week he did it with his other voices, and it was so funny. Uh, episode 23 was Javi Perez, who's from Kent's Five. I later did a a live video Facebook live with Javi talking about the Spurs basketball and Javi and I had worked together for quite some time and I asked him to do my podcast and he now he's getting married or he is married now so congrats man he talks a little bit about proposing to his girl little did we know that was in 2016 and at the end of at the end of that year he ended up proposing to her and we met Stephanie back in September of that year at the Great San Antonio Bash so episode 24, 25, 26, and 27. 24, Maximus Groves from the Come Castro podcast. Max and I have been in touch because he did Pick and Row. I said, hey, man, come do my show. Talk about your stand-up comedy career and what's going on with the podcast. And and that one was cool. Sadly, Come Castro hasn't done too many episodes in the last few months. I do miss that podcast. It was one of my favorites early on. Hope you're well, Max. Uh, episode 25, Fear actually hosted episode 25 i wanted him to host it and we just kind of had some fun with it we had to record that like three different times because we weren't happy with it uh either one of those times uh, 26 nick came back on the podcast and on that one nick and i talked a little bit about his uh his writing capabilities and what he wanted to pursue outside of podcasting and, and ran and rather his day job uh jack maturko came on on episode 27 the cool story about this was that i actually met jack around this time uh, I was in, we were traveling from California. We stopped in Arizona and I had dinner with him or lunch at some, that, that place called some burrows. It's so awful. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> uh, that one was fun. Uh, Toff on episode 28 from the master debaters was, was on the podcast and he was cool because he's a professional wrestler or he's, he is a professional wrestler and he's in indie wrestling. Cool cat. Episode 29, my sister came on and did the podcast. That one, 
we kind of just did on sporadically. She was very nervous. I remember when we did that one, we did it while everyone was, was getting ready to go have lunch. And my wife was sitting there listening to us talk and I had my little recorder. By then I kind of had already figured out how to use that thing. Episode 30, 31, 32, 33, and 34. Marty DeRosa, Dan Franks, my one-year anniversary of podcasting with Pick and Row, Juliet Miranda, and Chad Forcier. So episode 30, Marty, I had been in touch with him for months. And he, well, actually, I it was one of those messages where I reached out to him and he said yes. And we timed it out. We waited a couple of months and he was busy. And it was just like, it, it was so cool because Marty's a good friend of Cabana's. And Marty does podcasting and he's a stand-up comic. And I was just like, yeah, this would be, this is a no-brainer. That one was fun. I was also very, very nervous for that one too. And I had a lot of coffee. So if you go back and listen to it, I kind of cringe at that one sometimes. Episode 31, Dan Franks, who is a co-founder of Podcast Movement and a really, really cool down-to-earth guy from Texas. And uh, Dan and I talked and we kind of developed a friendship after this. And I've kept in touch with him and he's a new bit. He's a new dad. He's a first-time dad. So congrats, Daniel Franks. I said your whole name. My bad, dude. Uh, the 32 episode was a one-year po- uh, podcast. And I talked for 45 minutes by myself and talked about my podcast and where I've come. I felt like I had grown leaps and bounds at that point. Episode 33, Juliet Miranda. She is a storytelling podcast as well as a interview podcaster. And she puts together an amazing show. Um She's gotten some great guests from Ari Shafir, Bob Romanus, and now she's getting Bert Kreischer, which is amazing. And she's also had Charlie Daniels and one of her favorite authors, which she talked about on that episode. That one was great because I felt like I was really testing myself and Juliet was probably the best person to talk to in that episode. Episode 34, Chad Forcier, who is the, who was an associate head coach or assistant coach coach for the San Antonio Spurs, now formerly of the Orlando Magic, or not formerly, but of the Orlando Magic. I had reached out to him back in November of 2015 on LinkedIn, and I wanted him to do my podcast, The Pick and Row, and he was actually going to come to the house to do it. Season was so long and everything, and we kept in touch. One day we traded numbers, and then and just out of the blue, he calls me and says, hey, uh, we, we he's like, hey, I'm available to do it tomorrow. I was like, oh, perfect. So I like managed to work it out. Met up with him at a Starbucks and just had, it was so cool. Chad was so down to earth and easy to talk to. And one of the things, one of my big takeaways from that was we sat down for maybe like 20, 30 minutes and just talked. Maybe just had a conversation before we turned the mics on and just talked amongst each other and just like got to know each other. And that was one of the things that I did going forward after that just to kind of get to know the person just to get them kind of warmed up to me a little bit and and chad helped me with that so chad if you're listening to this thanks man you helped me with that episode 35 mandy i can't say asapenko i think i said that right right mandy i did from uh little geek lost podcast uh we had uh done a swap cast as well i did a little geek lost and we talked a lot about conspiracies and uh podcasting that one was a lot of fun mandy just always brings makes it weird but i think that that's a good thing because it makes it just loosens everybody up and we we were just both real relaxed at this at this conversation and i think we both had fun 36 and 37 38 and 39 sam slade parts one and two were 36 and 37 sam was somebody that i had been trying to get a hold of for about a year and a half to do pick and row he reached out to me and i said hey i have my own solo show why don't you come 
do my solo show. And he's cool. Comes to, comes to my house. We recorded on my little new Zoom recorder at that point. And uh, it was so cool. It was cool. Uh, Sam had done a lot of uh, stand-up comedy throughout his career. And he's into politics. And he kind of educated me a lot in that in that episode. And I was starting to open my eyes up at that point. Because we were getting to the stage of what became this nightmare that we're all in. <laughs> so episode 38 was the Great San Antonio Bash review. Where uh, actually I interviewed people from Tommy Dreamer, MVP, Billy Gunn, Carlito, Kurt Angle. And uh, yeah, I think and, and that w- I think that was it. But oh, and I talked to uh, uh, Clayton from the Ghostbirds Go podcast. That one was fun because we met people in person. My wife got to go with me to that episode, to, to that show because I got a pass. I really wanted to go because Cabana was going to be there and I had wanted to talk to Cabana. It didn't work out because uh, just because of the timing, uh, timing of it. And so we didn't get to do a podcast. Although that was the first time I did meet him and it was really cool. Uh, Billy Gunn was probably my favorite conversation in this one because he was just so laid back and real easy to talk to. My wife was able to kind of like loosen me up throughout the show because I was so nervous and she would kind of like do filler stuff, <laughs> make little comments here and there to kind of get people to talk. And Billy Guns was my favorite part because she said something like, well, I think you're perfect. And he got real gushy or whatever and just started laughing and having a good time after that. Episode 39, Daniela Bondar from Bondar from the uh podcast uh i know she she's a writer she's a journalist and she does her her podcast the uh, den of geek podcast uh talking about walking dead and she writes for den of geek us and a funny story was that daniela and i had podcasted maybe uh we had podcasted one time before that she recorded her file and sent it to me and the file was lost but we were both under the we both came to the conclusion that that episode was trash as I put it. And she kind of laughed and said, yeah, it was pretty bad. We can do it again. I said, yes. So when we did this one again, it was, we first synced up in June. Then we redid this one in September, but I remember just having such an easygoing conversation with her. And it was one of those things where I I took what I learned from Chad and we just kind of talked for five to 10 minutes. And that just like, boom, it, it clicked after that. Episode 40, David LaFerre, also known as David the Producer. He was the guy, he's the guy behind everything that's in the uh, in Juliet Miranda's podcast, The Unwritable Rant. He's the one that does all the booking. We talked a lot about that. We talked about his career and doing uh, music and all that stuff. And he was so cool to have on the show. Episodes 41, 42, 43, 44, and 45. So episode 41, Clayton, Tom- uh, Caitlin Thompson. Uh, not Clayton, uh, the Rez Band was on 42, Carrie Zilka, 43, Jack Maturko and Andy Hall, the Naked Diner Podcast, Sam Slade Returns, episode 44, and the Ronos Podfest, the first annual Ronos Podfest, episode 45, Furinus, Sean, I mean, I Am's Fuller, I Am's, or we just call them I Am's, Mandy. Uh, so episode 41, Caitlin Thompson. Caitlin works for ACAST, who I did meet in person last year at the South by Southwest, and we had a very intriguing talk and this was the first time that i really got political actually the second time where we got really really heavy into politics politics and what was coming and she just i just let her talk and she was like hey i don't know if you want me to do that i'm like yeah let's just do it opened my mind up even more about feeling comfortable talking episode 42 res 
the band Rez was on the show. Adrian Guetta, the lead singer, is a good friend of mine, and we had talked about doing my show. They came over to my house, the whole band, after they did the Billy Madison show that morning, and we talked for about an hour and a half, maybe. It was so cool. It was good. Good band. Check out their music on iTunes. Uh, I messed up and said the name of the song wrong. wrong. I called it D D Network, or no, D Network, and it's actually called D Network. I said, you got to put the hyphen in there, bro. Anyway, uh, Carrie Zilka, who does the Metal Chick podcast, and she has a hunting podcast. She did my show, and that one was fun because Carrie was very free-spirited and very just very open to talking about anything, and it was great. Episode 44, Jack and Andy came on from the Naked Diner podcast, and we talked for about maybe an hour. And then Sam came on and talked for about 20 minutes via remote, and it was trash. Sorry, Sam, I gave you shit for not being able to come down. Jack and Andy, I had done the Naked Diner podcast that morning and to this date is absolutely one of the most you know, most fun podcasts that I've ever done. Uh, Andy was both drunk and high. <laughs> uh, and uh, it was it was kind of funny. I mean, he's very free-spirited about it and we just had a lot of fun. And uh, episode 45 on the Rono's Podfest, we, that was the first time I had multiple guests at the same time and we all had a blast and I think we said a lot of things maybe inappropriate things that I probably shouldn't (laughs) re-air episode 46 uh Emily Prokop came on and promoted her story behind podcast and was talking about her life ADD talking about having a new baby her she and my wife were pregnant at the same time a lot of fun that one was great it was a lot better than the first one um, episode 47, Randall Williams. Episode 48, Janet Mona. 49, Iams came on and did a solo. 50, my sister. And 51, Steve Steve Trevino and John Stringer. So let's start with 47. Randall and I podcasted in my car on a lunch break one time. We talked in, we talked about just general stuff. We really didn't go deep. I think he wanted to, but we just couldn't find that area to kind of like preface it to get into, you know, just kind of segue into that conversation. Um, 48, Janet Mona. Janet, I reached out to because she had such an amazing following and uh, I looked up her music on SoundCloud and I'm like, holy crap, what an amazing voice. And it was actually a very fun podcast because she was she was a first generation, you know, U.S. citizen in her family and she talks more, she talks really in depth about that. And the election had already passed and there was a lot of fear and, you know, or kind of like, you know, scared to be in America kind of thing for her family because of what Donald Trump had been talking about doing. It was kind of scary, but she just put her best foot forward and just told such an amazing story. That one was great. You got to go check that one out if you haven't. Uh, IMS came on. This was a really sporadic kind of podcast. I had held on to it for a few months because I wanted to wait till I put out the Rono's pod fest because I had done that one before. I didn't want them to kind of be sandwiched on top of each other. So I kind of waited and, um, that one was fun too. I have like a there was a little bit of a a, a cookie at the end, and it was it's kind of funny because he kind of promotes his own it promotes himself. Episode fifty that was supposed to be Natasha Prohansen, and it didn't work out. Uh, timing was bad. Uh, I got stuck with one interview a little longer than I thought, and her timing her availability had limited after that. And so I played the episode with my sister and I, and we had more of a serious talk than we did on the previous one, and we did it like on Labor Day weekend, I think. Of that year, huh? Um. So, episode fifty-one, Steve Trevino and John Stringer. This one, oh man. So I had 
I had heard of Steve and I know he was from Texas in South Texas near where I'm from. And I listened to him on Marin's podcast and he was talking about uh, Carlos Mencia and his joke stealing because he used to be a writer for Carlos. And I just wanted to talk to him because he, he was from, you know, from my hood. And so he was at first he was kind of hesitant about talking about uh, about meeting up because I did reach out to him earlier in that year. And I said, I'll try again if he's coming to town. So he came into Austin and I reached out to him and surprisingly, you know, I was surprised that he replied back to me and said, yeah, let's do it in the green room and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, sweet. So that one was cool because when you listen to it, you hear people coming in and out and there was an issue with seating and he was concerned about making sure some of his friends who came up to see him from, you know, different parts of of South Texas and made the trip. He wanted to make sure they were taken care of. And he shared a lot of uh, stories and he talked a little bit about the Carlos Mencia stuff. The funny thing is, is that he's done some stand up and his stand up on Netflix relatable was on there. He talks a lot about Captain Evil, uh, which is his wife. And she actually sat down and was there with us for like the last, I think, five or 10 minutes that I talked to him. And they just have this amazing, you know, back and forth with each other. The, the delivery was spot on. I think it added to the show on that episode. And then I met John after that. And John's actually, you know, has become a friend of mine and I, I still keep in touch with him. And he's like pounding the pavement. I got to give that guy so much credit. He tours all over the U S annually. You know, he's got a lot of shows. He's coming to San Antonio again in March. And I was thinking about reaching out to him, maybe having like a full hour with him this time, rather than 25, 30 minutes that I did. Uh, really cool. He's just a really nice guy. I like John a lot. That was Probably my funnest experience doing a podcast because I drove, I got out of my bubble for a little bit and hung out with two comedians at a show in Austin. And that's like kind of like where the beginning came where I started to appreciate Austin a lot more. Episode 52 and 53 was a two-parter with Chris Mata. Chris was from San, is from San Antonio and he's a comedian in California. He drove up to my house when he came down. He was in town for maybe like three weeks and he came to my house and we did a live show or not a live show. We did a podcast at my house. And if you listen back to that episode, he was really going deep into political stuff. And that's where I was really like at that point, pretty confident in my thoughts and beliefs. And uh, he uh, my daughter, you can hear in the background playing with toys and she's been really, really sweet with him. Uh, episode 54 was uh, 2016 review and AMA. So I reviewed all the episodes that I that I just started talking to you all about or reviewed 2016 in a nutshell. And it was an AMA. My sister came back and did an AMA. It was on Christmas Day and we were outside on my parents' porch. And, uh, and that one was fun. She kept saying, like, she'd ask me a question. She's like, remember AMA? She would always just make a point to remind me. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 55 was Dr. Colleen Mullen, and that was the first episode of 2017. And uh, I had actually been holding on to that episode for about six months. And uh, I had wanted to do a two-parter, but I just couldn't find the time to meet up, you know, sync up with her again to do it. And uh, Dr. Colleen Mullen, excuse me. Uh, We talk about her podcast. We talk about life. Talk about all kinds of things. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Victoria Rezar. A riser, riser. I'm sorry, uh, is a friend of ours on episode 56, and she uh, did skyped in, and we did the podcast too, and she promoted her her uh, Herbalife stuff, and that one was cool because she just first time doing a podcast, and she killed it. She just did amazing. Episode 57 was the one year anniversary, and where I played my clips. Uh, episode 58, 
Fear Ennis came back and we talked for about 20 minutes. He was supposed to be part of that one-year anniversary show, and that's what that was. Jason Kyle, parts one and two, came on. And Jason, funny story about Jason and I is how we kind of came to know each other over Twitter beef between Mark Marin and Cher's boyfriend at the time. <laughs> um, I think Jason had tweeted, hey, Mark. You know, he tweeted at Mark and said, hey, get this guy on your podcast. And I think... And Mark's like, why? He's not even a real comedian. And it just kind of like escalated. And I was like, oh, shit. And I DM Jason. And I'm like, dang, that escalated quick. He's like, I was not even trying to do that. Holy crap. Uh, episode 61, 62, 63, 64, and 65. 61, my dad and my sister came back on. Brandon Oliver of RCW. Jeff and Rudy from Heel Face Wrestling, parts one and two. And Chuck Pickett. So episode 61, my parent, my sister and my dad did this podcast because we were talking about me. Uh, we were my we had just announced that we were having our our the gender the gender had been revealed about what became Jude, <laughs> and uh, my sister had kind of planned that and put it together. And uh, I said, let's do a podcast and talk about that. And we just had such a free flowing fun conversation. It was funny. Episode sixty two. I met up with Brandon, who works at Texas A and M San Antonio, but he's the promoter for RCW. And I was kind of cool to hear his story and how he got into wrestling. Uh, 63, Jeff and Rudy, who had I, I had met actually at uh, the Great San Antonio Bash. I had been wanting them to do my show. We met up at a bar and got hammered and did a podcast. <laughs> and I eventually started doing uh, running the ropes for them after that conversation. 65, Chuck Pickett. Pick from Pick and Row. Need I say more? He did the, he did the show and it was a blast. So after that, uh, episode 66, 67, 68, 69, and 70. So 66 was a solo show where I just kind of did a moment to reflect on podcasting. 67 was Ricardo Lerdo. 68, Andy came on by himself. 69, I promoted Running the Ropes. And 70 was Chris Mata Returns. So um, 66 was just a moment. I already mentioned that moment to reflect. I was just talking. 67, Ricardo came on the show. Ricardo is a near and dear friend of mine. And we talked a lot about everything and talked about what he wanted to do uh, how he wanted to do a podcast 68 Andy Hall and we talked about everything and anything it was a little bit different it was a it was a decent conversation I liked it Uh, 69 I showed you all what running the ropes was all about Chris Mata came back on and promoted his new album El Padrino he sent me a promotional copy which I still have signed thank you Chris 71, I did another episode where I talked about things on my mind. 71, Sam Slade came back and that was more, that was actually over the phone again. And uh, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was an interesting convo. Yeah, so I I put uh, Sam Slade Strikes Back again is what I call that episode. 72, Fear Ennis and Clint Thiel came on and we did a funny-ass podcast. And then uh, the 73 and 74 was my dad. And this was right before my son was born. He did a two-parter with me. And it was just kind of like the one-year anniversary of when he first did the podcast. So we did that. 75, I had Nick put together little tidbits of all the episodes to kind of like, it was like a looking back piece and we were supposed to do two parts of that and we didn't. So 76, 77, 78, 79 and 80 and 81 were all episodes of me talking. And I, to kind of sum it up, I just said a lot of things that were on my mind and kind of being open. I was really trying to find a reason to just start podcasting again. And that was the whole motivation behind it. 
Um, I w- at that point, I was in a little bit of a rut. I was still trying to understand and how to manage my time. And uh, yeah. Episode 82, I decided to repost an NPH, Natasha Prohansen interview, just to kind of give everyone a, a reacquaintance with her and hear that episode. It was one of my most popular episodes, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, a month went by, and then I put my new episode, episode 83. I disappear, then reappear. What happened there was um, I had a lot of stuff going on. I moved. My laptop broke officially. The water damaged that sucker. And... uh I posted an episode, and that one it was a very, very shorty, is what I like to call it. Episode 84, 85, 86, and 87. Episode 84, it was the Rono's Podfest week one. I intended on that being a whole month, excuse me, a whole month of a podcast, and it just didn't turn. I had that one week, and John Medina, Emily, and Shane did the show, and that was a good show. We talked very political on that one, but it didn't get to do... As uh, I didn't get to do multiple guests like I had wanted to. The pot, the podfest week two was flying solo was still good. Eh, as you guys can see, I was just I don't know what was going on. Eighty six was rambling incoherently, just me talking about random stuff on my mind. Uh, as you can see, I'm quoting a lot of Reservoir Dogs here with some of this stuff. Episode eighty seven, I promoted ra- running the ropes with Marty DeRosa. 88 was trying to make some sense of it all. And that was just me rambling again. As you can see, I was at that point, I felt pretty confident in just speaking my mind pretty fluently. Episode 89, which I have deleted, was James Sutherland. And the reason why is because there were some things that we said on there that were pretty offensive. And I wanted to take it off. And it was fun. It was still a fun conversation. But little did I know, I didn't think this through. And uh, I removed some of it, unfortunately. 1991, Fear Innis Parts 1 and 2. We had a very, very serious talk. This is much different than any of uh, other podcasts that we've done. Um, Fear had some stuff going on, and we just had like a real deep cut of a combo that night, or that day, actually. Uh, 92, which is basically 93, um, it was my year in review. I talked a little bit about how I felt disappointed with 2017 and the lack of effort I put in. And uh, I, I was pretty motivated in that episode, and I talked about my dri- my drive going into the new year, and it and then of course the episode ninety four, which just dropped this past Friday, I talked about overcoming obstacles, and uh, I was face facing some challenges early on, and uh, I've overcome them. <laughs> yeah. There you go, guys. So episode that's 94 episodes broken down in a nutshell. I do apologize. I know it's like a 54-minute conversation of me summarizing, and there's probably a faster way to do that, but I just wanted to share with you all, you know, everything and go into detail. There's a lot of things that you guys didn't know. So uh, to kind of go back on some of these things and tell you some stories. So... There has been about four episodes or maybe five that didn't make air. And I'm going to be openly blunt with you as possible with these. So the I already mentioned the Matt, Matt McDonough that got lost. Um, I had done a podcast with James Schumacher, who is a director or a writer, actually. And uh, we did a very, very long conversation, about two hours worth. And I was going to make it a two-parter. It was like last summer. File got lost because the MacBook crashed again. I was having some serious issues by then with that MacBook, and I lost that episode. Um, I did one. I did two podcasts, two episodes. I was going to do another two-parter with Connor Falk from What the Falk Show, 
And those were hilarious. They were great. I was so fired up about those. And I lost those. Sorry, guys. We need to reconnect. There was a couple of other guests that I wanted to have on. Slammerkin, uh, the two-girl band. Uh, they were going to do the show. That kind of fell through just because of timing. And then... Um, what else? I did a podcast. And I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this because I've kind of hinted at it before. But I'm just going to drop dropping bombs here since we're going there. Um, I did a podcast with a, a actress from Canada. I don't want to mention her name. I don't know. I mean, she's not real. I mean, she's not a list or whatever, but I still, for the sake of not wanting to bury somebody, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but we were going to do a podcast or we did actually. And, uh, it, it didn't go well. The podcast did not go well at all. She was very, I, when I reached out to her, she said, yes, that she wanted to do it. And and some of these some of these people they want you to they want to like ask you they want to know the test before before it happens and I'm like I, I I don't do that I just have organic conversations she's like well you may ask me the same questions that I've been asked before and I said yeah that's probably true but I think that the that the idea is is that we can grow grow from there you know kind of organically and she was receptive to it but yet when the time came to do the podcast she was very close minded she was very very um kind of cut her like shut herself down and i was just i was like maybe 26 minutes into it i'm like okay we're done she's like okay cool like i said i'll let you know when i post it she's like okay sounds good thanks and i told her i was like hey so the audio quality came back pretty bad i'm not gonna post it after all can we redo and she's like yeah of course but i could tell she was just being nice to be nice you know i don't think she really wanted to do it because she wasn't very um keen on getting in touch with me and trying to do uh, the podcast again. And I don't know if I want to reach out to her and try it again. Um, it's just one of those things where you feel like, well, I'm only going to like, the idea is, is that most of the time these people have something they want to do. Like they want to promote, they want to get across, but she just didn't seem like she wanted to do that. I don't know. It was the first time ever where I felt like the person on the other end wasn't really interested or very keen on it. So I wrapped that up and I was a little disappointed. And, and then granted that day I did like five interviews or something back when I was like in work mode on podcasting. Um, and I don't know if it was me, but I, she just seemed very non-interested. So yeah, uh, there was other, so I reached out to, so ironically, you know, I was talking about Julia Miranda getting Burke Kreischer on her podcast. I had actually reached out to him and he was going to do my podcast. Um, so I was, I was really like looking forward to it, but then it just didn't happen. And, uh, it just didn't, it just didn't. I mean, we didn't get to, we didn't get to meet up after all. And I wanted to go to his show and it, it just, yeah. And he's coming back again this year and I'm going to try to reach out to him and, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else I did. Um, I've done some other episodes where I just didn't release and I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times, especially the one last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it goes back to what I was saying and being into it and having timing and, and things like that and getting people that are really interested. My goal for 2017, believe it or not, was to do more face-to-face. So when I went to South by Southwest, I was kind of hoping I was going to get some, some one-on-ones, but it didn't really happen. 
Uh, I was trying to get people to come in person to do the podcast. That didn't happen. So some of them that fell through, I'll give you guys some some examples. Jonathan Sanford, uh, the PA for the Spurs, had agreed to do the show again um, in person. But then he kind of distanced himself because I think the Spurs were very iffy about media. And he had some stuff going on at the time. And, uh, and I didn't want to push it. Uh, if you're listening to this, Jonathan, I hope you're well, bud. Uh, William Gates, uh, he does a, he came out on a movie called Hoop Dreams. And, uh, and uh, it was a documentary about two youth kids in, in inner city Chicago trying to make it and live their dreams and going into the NBA. Ironically, he lives here in Shirts or San Antonio area where I'm from. And I met him. And I asked him to do the show back in late 2015, and he was all for it. He was all for it. And then it was one of those things, just timing. And I think last year we were really, I thought it was really going to happen. And then it, it just never did. It never uh, hit, came into stride. And Chad, actually, Chad Forcier, he was in town for the summer, and I was going to talk to him again. But that just, it, again, one of those things. But I just wanted to give you all an insight of what I do and how the process goes. Sometimes these people, when I reach out to them, it takes days. Sometimes it takes weeks. It maybe even takes a month. But most of the time, if they're really interested, they'll respond back. And there's been some people who don't respond back, and that's totally fine. I'm not stressed out or worried about it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do more. Uh, I'm going to reach out to some of the people that I missed out on before. And uh, hopefully that actually happens. And... Uh, I want to thank you all for your support. It's been two years of, the, of doing this show and granted I should be like at 107 episodes or 108 and uh, it didn't, I mean, naturally it just didn't go that way and uh, just because of how things, you know, things are going on and, and it's all, it's all part of the life and uh, hopefully this year it gets a little bit better where we can find, where I can find the time to make things right and get things done. And I think that it will. I'm, I'm going to make the most of it. And it, yes, there is a lot going on for me right now. I don't know if I'm going to be going to school this semester. I might be going the summer semester. But I think it'll happen where you'll see some more episodes. I'm going to try not to do too many of me just flying off the radar and talking. I'm not going to go too deep into political realms because I get it that it sucks and it's annoying that we keep that I keep talking about it. And uh, yeah, so hopefully... Uh, we'll see some stuff in the near future and uh, hopefully you all stay tuned and you listen and if you haven't subscribed subscribe now and that's uh and uh enjoy it anyway guys so twitter and instagram at roel santos jr facebook.com slash world of row um is my facebook page uh you can check it out give it a like and thumbs it up thumbs it up thumb it up or whatever you get it. um uh what else um you can email me at roelsjr at gmail.com. Can you see I'm trying to do two things at once? I probably should stop. Um, I'm trying to email somebody. But anyway, all right, guys. But um, thank you all for your support and the continued support. And uh, hang tight because once we hit episode 100, it's going to be like maybe a two or three week short break. And then I'll be right back in and hopefully driven and motivated. to. Well, I will be driven and motivated, but hopefully giving you some great audio greatness. That's redundant. Anyway. Stay tuned, guys, as the world of the cult, wait, what did I say? The world of Roe, the cult of Roe, and the world he thinks he knows turns. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs>